Welcome back, everybody, to Football on Full Heel. I am Frankie. I'm here with Johnny and Andres. Yo, yo. Cheer. Once again, the boys, the lads, holding it down here at the Full Heel studio with Donkey Tron on the boards back here. Oh, yeah, brother. Busy, busy week of football, of footy, of football that just passed um, since we last spoke, or spoke, uh, or since we last went on, two matches were played by each team in the Premier League. That's a lot. The congestion is ridiculous. Now, these guys are athletes, right? And they get paid millions to do what they do. But um, we've had top-notch, top-tier managers come out and complain about this. At some point, something has to be done, right? Like... Um, Man, the World Cup this year, right? The World Cup is this year? No. No. 2022, no. right? Yeah, you're tweaking <laughs> out, bro. Out, yeah. Well, yeah. hey, for 2022, it's going to be in the winter, right? So they're going to have to halt play. I think that might be a good Guitar. indicator, right? For, like, all the other teams. Yep. Or teams who don't send too many players to the World Cup, right? Let's see that, that how that rest does or how that interferes with all the other seasons, right? But yeah. Pep has come out and said it. Notably, Klopp has said it several times, right? That something has to be done. Would you guys agree? Well, I th- you, if if I'm not mistaken, because they haven't taken a break since even before the year, the New Year's, you know? Yeah. So it's like all the other teams, like Bundesliga barely started back last week, and they're still playing, right? The English League still hasn't taken a break. They're barely going to take a break. Like a random early spring break. Well, all their teams took a break, winter break or what. You know, I don't know if they do take a break, honestly. The one week that all the teams have that we were talking about, how there's no games in the Premier League in, like, two weeks. I think that's just this week because of the FA Cup. They're still playing every three to four, every three. Yeah, three a games. lot. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, we see, like, this um, injuries, right, start to pile up for, for some clubs, right? Most uh, clubs. Most clubs. It leads to a lot of panic buys and a lot of transfers in this window, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, in the long run, you just don't want to see a lot of injuries. So, I mean, hopefully they'll consider it because yeah, like Johnny said, the Bundesliga takes a break. Spain takes a break, even though now they do that weird new iteration of the Supercopa, right? During that break or whatever. But the point is in England, they haven't taken a break and instead of resting, they're playing more instead. They play through Christmas. They or they yeah. play on Boxing Day, right? That's when they would all it all the What's festive period it starts. Off? Yeah. There's yeah. a weekend before Christmas, and they play Boxing Day. Then the weekend after, then like the day New Year's Day or the day after New Year's Day, and they haven't stopped. And, and, yeah, and the it. breaks there are is for cup competitions. So that's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. What's up with that? Well, the fact that it's crazy and that there's that many matches that we we're just talking about makes. Um, what Liverpool's doing, all the more impressive. They are now 40 matches unbeaten Ooh. in the Premier League. That's over a year. That's uh, 
nine short. I'm mistaken if I'm not mistaken from um, the Invincibles, right? From Arsenal, eight short. I think nine. It was a forty-eight, forty-nine, forty-nine. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, Liverpool in in that span in the two matches since since we last went on, they beat United two to zero, uh, at Anfield, right? Um, just outclassed United and really should have scored more goals um, than they did. Uh, and then just yesterday, they edged out Wolves um, in what was just a thrilling match, uh, two to one with Bobby Firmino coming up clutch and scoring in what was it like the 88th, right? 84th. 84th, late, 84th. late in, in the match to settle things. Um, 84th. And that's right. When it looked like Liverpool were going to drop points for just the second time this season, it didn't happen. They won. It's over. We've been saying it's over. Um, but big victory here afterwards. Andres said, this is finally the match, right, Andres? This is the yeah, match for you? Well, they played three really hard opponents, tricky ones in the you know Premier League, so... They came out with three big wins, and I, I don't think anyone else is going to challenge them. Besides yeah. City, but I mean, at that point, they could clinch it at City if everyone wins out, if it comes down to that game. Yeah. So Yeah, no, the big. gap is crazy. As it stands, <clears throat> um, they're 16 points ahead of Man City in second place, and they have a game at hand. Um, so Incredible. It could be 19 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. assuming City doesn't lose. Otherwise, it's a lot quicker. Absolutely incredible, considering the run of matches that they had. It's already brutal in England, and then Liverpool went to the Club World Cup in December, too, and yeah. won that competition, right, which is an extra two matches, right? Mm. But still, to travel to, the, where was it, in the Middle East, right? Uh, or, or was Qatar? It? Yeah, it? right. Qatar, yeah. yeah. So, ridiculous. 40 matches unbeaten. Uh, Firmino scores, Henderson scores. They're getting contributions from everywhere across the field, though. Um, I will say the the match against Wolves. I think from from what I've seen, and I've seen many Liverpool, many of Liverpool's matches this season. Um, that was the toughest uh, t- toughest match for them, honestly. I think um, Wolves gave them a hell of a match. Yeah. Um, and if anything, uh, I might agree, and I agree with Andres, who's said uh, on a couple occasions, shows kind of maybe a blueprint for some of the bigger teams to copy to try to take down Liverpool, right? Um, they push up, they press high, um, and they leave a lot of space behind the fullbacks, the fullbacks, right, who rampage forward. And um, the speed of uh, Adama Traore was just torching mm. Liverpool all match, uh, especially Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson did not have a good match against Traore on that side. Um, and, and really, the Wolves probably should have... They definitely should have tied it at the end. Uh, Jota, yeah. right? Jota should have scored it. They deserved a tie, but, you know. It was a great match. And again, um, you guys agree that this could be a way for some of the other clubs to, to come at Liverpool now? I mean, if you can dribble past Robertson or the fullbacks, then, yeah, you leave a lot of big-ass space right behind them. Not everybody has a Triori, right? Yeah, but, I mean, there's a lot of elite teams that have good number, like, sevens. Good wingers? Yeah, good wingers. And maybe that could be a little more tricky for them. I mean, I saw that kind of when they played Barcelona. You saw what happened. Just a really skillful player could just kind of weave their way through all the defenses. You're reaching for me. But from the game I took that... We're gonna win the league after how they <laughs> even at that was the game before this one, right? Or before they played Wolves, they played Man U. Yep. And what was also just a nail on the coffin 
in that match. Like City has City had tied that game, I believe. You get me? Teams are just dropping points and yep. Liverpool just every like sucking all of it up and getting more energy off of every single point. Showing There's a big ass gap at the top. It looks like crazy. Right? It's yep. like teams are closer to the bottom of the table than to Liverpool. Yeah, the gap between first and fifth right now, which is Liverpool and Man United is thirty points. Yeah. Thirty points. Nobody's catching them. Nobody. Yeah. Um, but like Johnny alluded to, while Liverpool is just doing what they do, going over all the hurdles while they had injuries. Now they're getting players back. Fabinho's been back now for two matches, right? Yeah. Coming on as a sub. So they're going from strength to strength, and There's, really it's impressive. I mean, they lost Mane to possible. Oh, yeah, we don't know about that. Mm. That's a good – actually, good, thank you for so pointing that out. How do you think they're going to cope? Well, Mane left, did leave, and, and – um, that's at least three games. A friend of the show, my boy Jamie, did point out that Liverpool did play a little bit different after Mane. They they played kind of not scared, but like shocked, right? Like they they, they didn't know how was, to react. I think it was to account for Triori, kind of. And then Minamino, that led to Minamino coming on, right? But I mean, Minamino is adjusting to the league. Can we really expect him to come in and step in for Mane? Yeah. But then there's other players, right? There's Shakiri. Um, Origi, although I'm not the biggest Origi fan, come, has come in and scored some clutch goals, right? He could come in and do a job, right? They could play the Ox there, no? Yeah, mm. I mean, isn't it really interesting it how depends. They, they adjust? Whether they start playing, like, you know, different formation or they just slop in, like, Origi or something. Lalana, maybe. They have options. And when Fabinho went down and they kept going, like, I, I, honestly, uh, I think they can they can weather any storm, right? And And... It, it, like we we were talking about before we went on, they can put the league away very very soon, right? Maybe nine more ma- nine more wins. You said is all they need. Yeah. Um. But I, I was reading, yeah, something like that, or as soon as March, um, when they play Everton, uh, at Everton, they could have the they league need wrapped to, up. They need fifteen. Points. They can lose six times or something. Yeah. And still five, win. I think it's five times. No, I think it's like six. Well, regardless, they have nineteen if they. With the game at hand? They have a game at hand. They might just, you know, use the league to, to rest and rotate and, and make another push for Europe, so. I think they definitely will. Watch Top out. will be like, we're going to play, like, we're going to rest Mane and Salah if they got to really play the next day in a Champions League fixture, you know, against yeah. a tough team. The Invincible stuff, like, that doesn't matter. It'll come if it comes. Like, you're not really searching for it unless you start making it a, a thing, which, of course, the media does right away. They can't let them wait till the end of the season and let them do their thing, right? Instead, they got to point out that every game they're undefeated and that if they're going to match it's impressive, such though. and such. So They should go for it, though. But, I mean, nah. the league, the league, it's been 30 years since they won the English league title and... It's it's big to to Liverpool fans and to the people. Of they Liverpool. would go down as invincibles. That's a symbol. Nah, yeah, it's not the way to think of it. I think. I'm but yeah. if you're close to it, might as well go for it. No, because if you need to play players for the other stuff, you're not gonna be like, damn, I gotta play after another game. You don't look ahead of your own game to be like, damn, rather be invincible. But I mean, I think you're both right. I think if like Andres says, <clears> you go for it, and with Liverpool, I think you can go for it. And you can obviously do it by rotating. They've, they've I, had people I think out. Liverpool looked tired in the Wolves game. Like Trent and Rob uh, Robertson have not gotten rest, and that kind of showed the the fatigue settled for Liverpool. They still won though. That's why they're incredible. But I mean, we all said how you said this was. We knew this would probably be their 
toughest uh, game, one of their last toughest games in the season, to be honest. You know, that was a crazy environment. Well, they still play and City they at still, City, right? Uh, but the league will be wrapped yeah. up by then. Like, even if they lose to City, they're like, okay, we're still going to win the league in two games, one game. Presum- presum- presumably, right? But yeah. now it looks like Liverpool is not going to drop points to, like, some other random team. Yeah, if they stay if they stay healthy, yeah. But if they start dropping bodies, you know. Why would you do. say that? I'm just Who saying. says that? So City, <laughs> City now can start dropping no, players saying, and fatigue, not be good. Fatigue settling in, you know. Maybe they run out of ideas. Maybe you know, they've played the same ideas. number of games as any other teams, and it, we're not saying rest. that for any so other team. Rest. Well, I think it, it's just the nah. team. Look, Klopp has been there long enough now, and the players have all know the system well enough where like it's just like the i mean and i don't want to say they're like a dynasty or anything yet right but like the patriots man the next player up they just know what klopp wants they know what to how to execute it and it really doesn't matter obviously they're not going to be as much of a like a goal scoring threat right if somebody like amane or Saleh is out right but i mean they're still getting goals henderson just scored in this last match van dyke's been scoring from set pieces they're 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 coming in all over the field so i mean i really don't see them slowing down mm-hmm. right um but speaking of slowing down everyone else is slowing down at least a little bit yeah um, we haven't talked about anybody but i think those were two define more defining moments how we're seeing history just with this liverpool team it's just kind of crazy because that stat is ridiculous though the one that you bring up the 90 it's now four points of ninety six, yeah, something like that. Ninety four out of ninety six points, possible points in the last. That is not even real. Matches. That's not even real, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, but insane. I guess the other teams have done it. The Chelsea team of Mourinho when he first came in, right? Yep. He apparently he that team only gave up fifteen goals the whole season. And Pep's hundred point team. Nobody's talking about Pep. Well, actually, for we're, this invincible. We're no one's talk talking about Pep well, for this invincible we're time. We're going to talk about Pep now because we're, in the same period of time, City tied at Palace, at Crystal Palace, 2-2. Two two. Um, and then they beat Sheffield United. Uh, Barely. City. Barely beat Sheffield United. Honestly, ah, man, and I'm not even just saying this to, like, argue with you, Andres, or to, like, Start shit. No, go ahead. But uh, so- man, I I don't, I'm I just don't can't understand, and this is why I pose you guys this question. Um, what's I, I understand uh, Laporte is a huge injury. I understand Sane is a big injury, but with all the money spent and forget about the money, I would just argue the talent is there, right? Maybe at center back. Obviously, I wouldn't want Otamendi playing center back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is that but- really is that really what it's up down to for for City? Is just these injuries are that bad? Because they have such a good manager. They have such good players. They have such a good system, too. We're talking about a team that's just won the league two years in a row. One where they shattered every record in the book. Like, they, they should be I mean, okay, you know? They should be much better than 16 points off of first place, possibly 19. What's going on? Well, they just lost a lot of points to their defense. I mean, they didn't make up for the loss of company, and then they didn't reinforce. They got a huge loss in the beginning of the season. Like, literally, in the beginning of the season, they lost their best defender. It's like, wow, how are they going to cope? They didn't really prepare for this. So, And then Liverpool just didn't lose. So, 
It's yeah, not right. that bad. They're still a good, like it's still a good second place team. They you didn't, lost you literally games. didn't say anything. He, that's besides a, okay. that they lost the play. Like you didn't say anything. Well, he did kind of. say That's an interesting point. So nah, city's city's worst run probably in the last two years has come at Liverpool's best run in in the same amount of time, yeah. right? While while city's been patchy and and or I guess below their usual standards, Liverpool has reached another standard right or but, standard that they were in but that standard that they achieved was thanks to city raising the bar so high that you're got to make 100 points to win the league for yeah. god's sake <laughs> and now it's and now it's and now liverpool's up and these guys are trying to keep up and they're like fuck we set this bar high so as what hell. is it does pep just have to work on more defending team I mean, defending if i mean i guess the concept of team defending if you don't have your best center backs right or if you're playing two yeah they have to play fernandinho who's you know beaten by really fast strikers all season vardy was the only reason he scored on them just long ball over you know fernandinho depending on can't keep up so i mean they just didn't reinforce that spot and they had to move players out of position i mean no city just they didn't play well enough to make up for the absence of that player, knowing that they're going to get Laporte back or something. Nobody really stepped up, and they were like, I don't know. And then, I mean, players have dropped off significantly. Silva, David Silva has not. I can't remember an assist he's made this season or a goal. True. Another one uh, who's been kind of hurt, though, too. Uh, The... Um, who else has been up? Jesus has been up and down. It's been, I don't know, it's been semi-inconsistent. Mars has had a good season. No, but in the mid. Uh, see, Fernandinho has not had a good season. Aguero is always Aguero, right? He's been... He scores all the yeah. time, yeah. But You're right, it's the mid. Other than Kevin De Bruyne, right? What's going on with that mid? I mean, is, isn't it your boy? Is Silva, the Bernardo, Bernardo. is a striker forward? City... Has too many offensive pieces. I don't know. They, well, but they just they're had not... a really bad start. I mean, I'm pretty sure now that they're getting healthy, they're going to heat up a little bit. At least they should for the final stretch. Or again, They're not. They just tied. They're not even like we I, We thought that last time. They just like got a port back. Nah. Man. Well, I, that's part of it too, right? Maybe that's just the standard we have, right? Liverpool is just doing things at such a high level right now that I mean, maybe, I, maybe City isn't playing as terrible, right? If City can at least stay in form for you know a crucial part of the season, that's all that matters for them. Well, it's all Champions League again. For My City, work right? against Liverpool because they're trying to you know win every game now. Laporta is back in training, no? He played the first. He played his first game last game, and the team was like responding well. They're like, yeah, we got a clean sheet, you know. If he can stay healthy, then you know, well, we can put something together. Maybe less, maybe City doesn't fade. Probably they're pushing for the Champions League. But I, I think, no, yeah, they clearly have given up on the league. Unless, I mean, they're going to take their games, but they're playing. Are they playing with more pressure or less pressure now that they know they don't got to, like, in the league, they're just kind of doing whatever now yeah they you just know? have to try to get everyone but back now the feet. pressure's on them to try to win the champs and they're gonna play madrid and every day city keeps looking less convincing and madrid keeps looking more of a difficult matchup for them quick little shout out to um we got two viewers watching us right now on the live stream so thank you guys for tuning in i forgot to at the at the beginning shout out everybody who's um ever watched any one of our shows 
podcasts, whatever you want to call it, streams, uh, who's shared it, who's liked it, who's commented, who's reacted. We have a couple of friends of the show. I want to shout out, um, shout out my boy, our boy Ivan, aka Nero, for suggesting the keeping tab of the of our picks, which we did starting last week, and and we'll keep you updated on that a little bit later. Shout out to to my boy Fern, who pointed out some oddities in soccer, which we'll talk about in the transfer market. Some weird transfers or some temporary transfers, um, stuff like that. Um, yeah, everybody, Toucan watches these two. He's got feedback. Thanks. Share it if you can. Share it if you guys like it. Even if you don't, shit, let us know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, moving on in the Premier League. Under City, we have Leicester. And Leicester is definitely starting to fade, right? We're talking about Vardy, right? Vardy left the last, ma- left the last match injured. Um, and before that, I would say, crucially, the turning point in Leicester City has been uh, Wilfred and Didi. Their do-everything... Midfielder. midfielder went down with an injury and since he's been out they they haven't looked as convincing just this weekend they lost to burnley um and then they rebounded and beat west ham um but yeah leicester's uh kind of regressing back to the mean right coming back down to earth to where you would expect them still a really good season from them still a decent interesting team there uh but you guys really think they're gonna stay maybe third fourth i think so yeah nobody yeah. I, okay i think I maybe think- low as they drop is I think they have a ten. They have a ten point gap or lead on Chelsea, and they don't have to play Europa or Champions League. Eight points How, on Chelsea. All these well, eight. They don't have to play Europa or Champions like these other teams that are going to be vying for the same spot. Man U Europa, Wolves Europa, Tottenham Champions, Chelsea Champions. Or unless one of those, unless Chelsea bounces out quick, I mean, and then they're still up for four. So, no, I, I think Leicester will stay top four. Yeah, shout out to uh, to Brendan Rodgers and, and Leicester there. They've got some nice little players. Or you don't think so? You think they'll drop off to fourth? I could see them finishing fourth just because nobody else really looks like they want to finish in the top four, right? So I can totally see them finishing third or fourth. Um, the other team I have finishing in the top four, Chelsea, right? Uh, Chelsea is starting to look really, really patchy. Don't get me wrong. Just like I shouted out Brendan Rodgers, I'll shout out Frank Lampard because he's done a stellar job uh, with what he's had to work with, right? Kids, um, the transfer ban at first. um, And by kids, I mean like young players, right? Um, And he still has got them in in fourth place, right? Barely. Um, But yeah, Chelsea... Um, over the last couple matches, again, has has had some problems. Um, m- more recently, uh, they well, so they lost to Newcastle, which was stunning, right? They lost to Newcastle in the last minute. I mean, not really stunning. Um, they they did they played pretty well, and Newcastle scored like in 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 stoppage time, some crazy right? way. Um, and then they tied to Arsenal, but. Man, that 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 tie—it's got to feel like a loss, right? Because one, Arsenal is a shambles right now; it's a mess, yeah. right? Also, they were up a whole man. Arsenal yeah. got a early twenty-fifth. David Luiz got yeah. a David Luiz type red card, right? Um, after after Mustafi played a Mustafi like bad back pass, um, and yeah, and Arsenal played with a man down and still managed to fight back and 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 draw the match two to two. We'll talk about Arsenal in a little bit, but 
what do you guys see with Chelsea? Is this where is this is where they max out too? Is this what they can do with the players at hand that, that they have? Yeah. Yeah. I mean they gotta wait till they reinforce. I don't know what they have up their sleeve for transfer. Giroud getting no playing time, right? Giroud's leaving. Pedro not playing. Yeah. They need to bring in a striker. Apparently Cavani rejected United, so do you think well, it's a striker? I, I might argue. Yeah, I think a striker is all they need. They they make the most, the second most chances behind Liverpool. That's so. very interesting to me because I might say that they need like a creative player, right? Uh, or I don't know. I think they just need a finish. Like I would more. say they might even need a defender. That's what I would say. A center back. Score goals. Yeah, score goals. I would say a center back too, though. At pretty much every big team, every big club, and that maybe in the world actually right now, all the big clubs could use a, a center back. Maybe you know. Yeah. Bayern could definitely use a center back, but it's like City could use a center if, back. If only United. It was, if only as it, was, it was as easy as that, right? Because it's like buy the wrong one and you're like, man, you over here. Well, they have a creative player in Pulisic, who I still think is a good player to have on the squad. So I mean, maybe he comes back. Loves his cheek is coming back apparently. Yep, so he was so. hurt. Hudson Odoi's been looking okay, right? Yeah, they just. I think they just need someone up top to. Compliment Abraham, and I think they can maybe keep that top four. I don't know. Uh, I'm that's I'm just holding my breath to see like what. Yeah, I see. I would say Chelsea falls off before Leicester. They definitely make a splash. That's what I would say. Isn't Chelsea in the next round of the Champions League as well? Too. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, they're playing. They playing Bayern. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I think they're just gonna lose, but we'll see. Yeah, I think they're gonna lose as well. Well, yeah, that's got to feel like a loss uh, to Chelsea uh, well, after go, being, yeah. going up twice. But this is all gain for them, and there's a big gap even between those spots and, like, fourth. The table looks crazy right now. If you look at it, it's, like, big gap between first and second, and then big gap between second and fourth, and then big gap between fourth and, like, six through eight mm-hmm. is all tight. Tight. Well, to your point, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the gap between first place and second place is 16, then seven points between second and third, eight points between third and fourth, <laughs> six points between fourth and fifth, and then fifth, sixth, and seventh are all tied on 34. Yeah. Wolves, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, watch out. Wolves can sneak into fifth here. Um, With the win. Sheffield maybe. United's on 33. So actually, fifth, you guys are not going to believe this shit. Fifth through fourteenth are all within four mm-hmm. points. There you go. Fifth through fourteenth is is a completely up for grabs. So believe it or not, Arsenal down in tenth place still can kind of is in the mix for the well. That's <laughs> why I'll say because uh, for you, good for you, uh, Arsenal people out there, was this a turning point for them? Like Arteta doesn't have any expectations though, right? So. It doesn't matter. Anything that we expect out of them is just extra. Yeah, I think it's extra. So he clearly just so they won't get top four. So so even Europa, even they won't even get Europa. They're starting Mustafi and David Luiz in center back right now. That'll tell you everything about the quality of their players right now. Yeah, I think Arteta's just gonna use this half season to check out the squad and then. But the but Frankie just said it. No one wants to pull away, and there's crazy amount of teams just right there in the middle, just just crazy it's gonna be interesting to see i mean arguably um and we're kind of bouncing all over the place because we were talking about chelsea right chelsea and arsenal right now because they don't look like they want to win 
Maybe. Yeah, but Arsenal's still further down the table, like 10th. That's fair. Yeah. I, I I shouldn't lump Chelsea in with that mess. Yeah, and then um, Arsenal, I mean, Arteta's doing good with the team, I guess. So they Pliny did your, did your, like, with your boy Torreira and Shaka. That's good. And then up top, he's just switching stuff up. This guy just scored the prospect. Martinelli. Yeah, apparently he has like 10 goals in, or more than 10 goals in a lot of matches. 10. Did YouTube just go down? Damn. I don't All know. Right. Maybe I'm making shit up. Um, no, yeah, Martinelli scored. Uh, again, to be fair to Chelsea, um, Conte had a, man, you don't even want to call it a mistake, right? Because he slipped. Right? Do you call that a mistake? Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, Conte unfortunately slipped trying to defend the ball, and this 18-year-old Brazilian, Gabriel Martinelli, just sped down the field um, and bringing 10-man Arsenal back into the match. Um, that guy, that kid, by the way, has 10 goals um, in all matches played for Arsenal. 18-year-old Brazilian kid who had only played in the second division in Brazil, mind you. Has now has 10 goals for Arsenal. Can you think of a more Arsenal story than that? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Oh. So it's like... Our, uh, but yeah, I don't expect anything out of them either. Kind of how Andres said. Maybe Europa? Is Arsenal making Europa? No. I mean, maybe, but I, I'm not like... I think we've established that Chelsea will probably finish top four, but, I but think does Arsenal recover? I think at, at this rate, we'll, I would say Wolves or Spurs. And, you know, I'm goals. saying Chelsea can drop out of fourth. Bro, I'm saying. Because Chelsea is patchy now. They're, but look, they're six points up on fifth place. And then fifth place is United on 34, Tottenham on 34, and Wolves on 34. Well, should we talk about United next? Is yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because United, <laughs> man, every time they kind of look like they've got some fight, every time they look like they're going to come back, now they're in absolute free fall. Marcus Rashford is out for what? Possibly three months? Three months, three, months? three four months. Yeah. Double stress fracture in his back. Craziness. He didn't even have to play either. I wonder yeah. what the medical staff... I mean, apparently he had a stress fracture already when he went out and played and got another one. Uh, yeah, I heard something crazy like that too. What the hell's going on there? But He injured it against Wolves. Their best player is out for the next three months, and then they lost to Liverpool over the weekend, 2-0, and then they just lost to Burnley. Oh, Historic man. win for Burnley, too. 2-0 in the midweek. At home. At home. Somehow, this team is still in fifth place. Um, what needs to happen, guys? Since you, I mean, we're talking about Sir Alex Ferguson, right? Possibly the best manager of all time, right? We're talking about 13 championships, right? We're talking about... In the Premier League. Whoa, and everything since then has gone wrong, right? Like, yeah. what do they need to do to get back to prominence? <laughs> or to some sort of competition, come some sort of competitive level. I think I floated. They need to get rid of Ed Woodward, right? Um, that man is running the team well from a business perspective, yeah, but from no a sporting vision. directive. Well, they're sport about perspective. To, I'm sorry. They're about to lose business if they're not in no competitions next year. But yeah, no signs of improvement or pattern of play. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno Fernandez, who was supposed to be signed maybe like a week and a half, two weeks ago, still no confirmation on that. Bro, there's just too many like problems. Pogba's not playing. Well, their dude, best, their best the, player doesn't the, want to even play. The, the problem now for Man U is that teams are not gonna like players like are not are gonna reassess if they want to go to Man U. 
because there's nothing going on. Harry Maguire I mean, was an $80 million defender and looks a shade of that. He's definitely got... I don't think he's going to make it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of depressing to see the state of United. Because you heard, too, that... Because uh, Holland refused United, too. Remember? You heard yeah, that early one. Holland. So are they dropping out of fifth? I think they are... They're Spurs and gonna, Spurs and Wolves have the I, same amount of points. I, I, I've been going back and forth in my head too a lot with um, Ole. If like, what's what's the problem? Because I think the Ole. problem now is like, yeah, he didn't get the players that he wanted, so it's like there's no quote unquote expectation for him. But like, there's just no style of play with Man U that you can be like. They were like just counterattacking. At first, right? he kind of got their fitness up, but now it's just like, yeah, they're they're a terrible counterattacking team. How we've been saying, joking around all year, but that's really what they become. Juan Mata's come in and give him a little bit of creative spark, but what does that say that Juan Mata comes in off the bench and gives you a creative spark? Right? Yeah, no disrespect to him; he's been a great professional, um, and he's got a great career in England. But because I can't identify something that Ole has, or like. There's, there's some positives to Olk and his little tenure right now, but there's more negatives, I believe. You know? And so that qualifies for a sacking for me. Maybe not positives, maybe not negatives, but nothing. You know, a whole lot of nothing. Well, negatives right now, he has more losses than wins as a manager. Are you are you right? Are you guys being too critical? Are you guys gonna give the chance to Ole in another year? Too critical? I don't know. He's been Klopp, in, he's I mean, been in charge for a year. But now. like Klopp didn't have those expectations, and he, he he was playing like this, bro. Like they were losing games his first season, like but no one put expectations on like, Klopp. Not like this. I think. And then like two two years later, yeah, more fake news slowly. over here. Well, uh, I mean, I'm just saying you you gotta give like these coaches some time. I think all it if he had more to work with, he could do better. But at the same time, look at like Klopp had come from somewhere. He'd won the Bundesliga twice and made it to a Champions League final. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had gotten relegated as Cardiff manager, right? And yeah. he was coaching in his native Norway, right? That's where he's from? He's Norwegian? Am I making that up? I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't want to get that I wrong. I just know he was super But sick. he was coaching, yeah, he was coaching Molde. And now he's coaching Man United. Like, Yeah. I, they, I, I, I understand. Think... I don't want to be rash and I don't want to disrespect the man either, but there's nothing other... like. To prove that this that he was ready for this, right, or that he should have been, other than yeah. he used to play it for United, and he used to come in and score some so goals he, for United. He didn't even get to choose his players. They were just like, bro, we can all we can sign is Fred this summer. You want to get him? He's like, yeah. That was like their that was their summer transfer window. Like they didn't even get anything. Started. No, but but then it's also his decision to let go of all these players, kind of, or not replace them. All their forwards. Yeah, I mean, who does that? Who finishes fifth then, boys? Spurs? Spurs. Wolves? Spurs. Sheffield United, even? I think, yeah, Wolves. Sheffield. Wolves. Or Tottenham. Wolves is a promising squad. I think so, too. I think Wolves or Tottenham. Wolves or Spurs? Yeah, one of those two. Mourinho gets these. Well, Sheffield's right there. Look, we got the table in front of us. It's because Wolves been tying a lot of games. They have 10 ties. Tottenham has seven ties. Southampton. United and Spurs have the exact same record right now. Nine wins, seven draws, eight losses. See, so Mourinho. When did definitely United win gonna... nine matches? That's crazy to me. Wow. Well, I think Tyneham will definitely pass Man U with Mourinho too. 
And he already bought players. You see how quick he does it? He's like... I think. Well, this is the problem. Look, with Ole. Say Andres wants to give Ole time. He buys a player and fucks it all up. And now, great. Now they have players they don't want. And they still need to get another coach. That's what it happened before, no? That's what happens all the time. True. So so that's what <laughs> that's, they're, that's what they're going to do then now with done. Ole. He's going to let them spend more cash. And then... See what happens then. Well, so you can figure it out again next season when you have to fire him again well, and do something crazy. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of immediately, immediately after the, the Burnley match, I was kind of surprised he still had a job. And here we are and he still yeah, has a job. So. 2-0 loss at home to So Burnley. clearly, Andres, they're going to give him time. And they've come out and backed him publicly. So we'll see. Pogba looks like he's probably he's, out the door. So he's going to have to buy someone and we're going to see who he who, buys. Who do they attract right now? Who can they attract right now? Whatever money can buy. Cause yeah, whatever money can buy. It's still, you know, one of the richest clubs in the world. So, But they're about to lose money if they don't get no no useful stuff. Well, just to kind of quickly recap, Liverpool continues to cruise, we, winning everything okay. at a crazy pace. Um, we haven't talked about Wolves. What about him? The Jimenez with the most goals involved of any player in the EPL this year. Like, crazy amount of work he's doing yeah he has 20 goals wolves is up nine assists like they're definitely they're definitely like they're the exciting team to watch and then part of the reason why Klopp had to change formations is because he wasn't facing an ordinary team with triori on that side he's just he's being crazy all game and he had to adjust and wolves has got nuno santo right spiritu santo mm-hmm. yep He's clearly been one of the best coaches. Like, don't be surprised if they next year Wol- uh, Wolves has no one and they took Jimenez and the coach. Yeah, this is you two know? years now. This yeah. is two years now of Wolves playing really well. Yeah, don't don't be worried. Don't be surprised if next year Jimenez might be up for United. To be honest, I've heard you know? that one before. They've bought Mexicans before, right? Yep. So they're like, okay. <laughs> Shout out to our boy Raul Jimenez doing work in the Premier League. And yeah, watch out for Wolves again. uh Nuno doing a great job there. They've got some great pieces. A whole, whole like contingent of <laughs> Portuguese players. Um, and yeah, they they look like they're they're still in do, the Europa League, right? Well, yeah, they're still well, in the Europa the, too. The, the question for them is that okay. So let's all right. I'm gonna really break it down for you then right now. Wolves probably does not have more depth than Tottenham, so I'm gonna put Tottenham above them. And then now the question, out. yeah. Do Wolves have more quality than Chelsea? They do, but I think the gap might be too large, right? Or yeah. what is it? They're six so, points right now. It's six points right now. So, you know, they're fighting then with Man U. They're better than Man U? Yes. So, we think I I would put it for fifth place would be Tyneham, then Wolves, then Man U, mm-hmm. I think. Unless Chelsea and Leicester just decide to, to, really, to really be inconsistent. Off. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But, yeah. That would be a good prediction, I think so. Unless Sheffield really stays with it, you know. Arsenal makes a push. They're only going to make a push into, like, sixth place, and that's at best. Yeah, because they're in right? tenth right now, yeah. If all so, goes well, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's why you're like, damn, they're out of it. They're completely out of it. So, that would be my best guess right now. Elsewhere um, in the world. Barcelona won their first match under Kike Setien. 
crazy match where they only managed a 1-0 victory even though they pa- completed more than 1,000 passes, had 82% possession. Messi was only able to score until like the 79th minute, right? And and Granada was down a man after some dude received two red cards, or back-to-back yellows, or two yellows, right? Um, so... What are your reactions? Is this be- a better-looking Barca? There's a lot of possession, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is very Barca-like, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of that possession was, wasn't going nowhere, right? It, was it due to the fact that, you know, a team like Granada, Andres? Or, I mean, what, what did you say? Granada, a team like Granada does what in against Barcelona at home? They just parked the bus. They just parked the bus, right? So is that a, a, um, a result of that or... I mean, obviously, it's his first match, so it's going to take a while to implement his ideas, right, and what he wants to do, but positives, you guys think? Positives, for sure. I mean, even with without Dijon that game, and, you know, they kind of played a makeshift midfield. They made, like, Busquets look good in possession. He was making a lot of plays. And, I mean, there's a lot of positives. They played a lot of, you know, quick passes. A lot of toothless chances, though, because they really only had, like, one shot all game, but... Yeah, Messi hard just, to tell already. I mean, it's too early. I I had to see maybe five games and then kind of you know figure out where they're going from there. He's had the match now, like uh, in the Copa too, that they just eked out against Ibiza, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he played a pretty much a reserve squad, right, or like the the B team, um, that labored to a two zero win, right? Griezmann got the brace there. Um, so yeah, it's gonna take some time, but I think honestly for me the biggest positive was um. He played uh, Ricky Puig, right? Mm-hmm. And not just that it's be Ricky Puig, but I feel like Valverde for a while went away from promoting. Yeah, giving the kids a chance. And maybe not Valverde for a while before it too, right? Because Traore, right? The same Traore we were just talking about at Wolves was once at Barcelona. He was at the Masia project, right? And he didn't see a path to the first team, so he left. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Traore rampaging down the sideline right now at Barcelona? Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, it's good to see that he's promoting t- guys from, from the B team, right? Because Valverde brought up Fati, right, and Perez. But I think that was, again, just down to necessity, not because, you know, so he wanted to. Or It's good to see, you know, the 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 youth team, the Masia, being incorporated again back. Granted, it's been two matches, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of good passing, a lot of possession. Um, I think for that Copa game, the positive is also that they're trying to play without Messi, so they kind of have to have a system, and you know, it's just towards like preparing for the future as well. When Messi isn't there to like you know occupy all the space, now you guys have to play as a team. So it's like one of the first steps into like having that team without Messi. Yeah, and they need a system, so that's their playing style. It's like, all right, look, we don't have Messi. We're gonna try something different, or what we have, because you guys have to learn how to play. Yeah, as stated before, I think Barcelona's problems are institutional, right, at a, at a much higher level. Um, and, yeah, the lack of planning for the post-Messi era and, you know, planning accordingly or lack thereof, better better yet. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a step in the positive direction. Did it's you see of- these guys didn't walk out at the same time? They are pissed. Did you see that? No. This is for the Supercopa? Yeah, like, they're oh, no, pissed. This was last week. Look, like, they're like, what the heck? We're just going to cut then. You see that? 
You see yeah. how it's supposed the, the to be ma- the Madrid Sevilla. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 this you brought up this match like, because Real Madrid edged out, out by themselves, like characters, like characters. The most important thing here that? was that there was two goals from Casimiro, right? Like Madrid's not losing; they're not giving up goals. Mm. But as Johnny has pointed out now on several occasions, they're not scoring. Their forwards aren't scoring specifically. Well, yeah, their forwards aren't scoring. Good catch. Yeah. Um, is that a big deal? You told me, yeah. They're that's tied mine. with Barcelona, and they're not getting production out of their forwards. They can't rely on two goals from Casimiro every match, right? Obviously. They can't. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, what of Vinicius and Gareth Bale and Rodrigo and... Vinicius? Jovic, Vinicius, yeah. What, what of them? I don't know. What do you see from them, Frankie? I don't see a whole lot. I mean, uh, there's not a whole lot going on, right? For uh, We're starting to give Zidane a little bit more credit than we've given him, right? I said he I was have, just, yeah. Me too. I said yeah. he did. He wasn't much of a manager. He was just a man manager or, you know, someone who, a galactical whisperer, right? Someone yeah. who could talk to the stars and, and just... <laughs> galactical <laughs> whisperer. Right? Like like he's that he's one. done work. He's The defense looks tight, right? The, I mean, if playing you, Valverde, right, in the midfield has been a good, good move from him. Um, okay. I mean, he. If you look at it, he promotes from within. He loves Lucas Vasquez for no reason. You haven't seen the meme where he's like he'd play eleven oh, Lucas, yeah, eleven Lucas Vasquez's if he could. So it's like Valverde came out of nowhere too for him now. So it's like, yeah, maybe they're not scoring, but you're like how you pointed out, they're withering the storm. So. But so is Barca. I mean, no one wants to win the league in Spain. And I keep saying that the league is garbage, but I mean, it's still Real and it's still Barca. But right now, that's all I see this year, at least. But it's weak from what I'm seeing. It's interesting that you say that because Atletico is just not themselves. It's not a, not looking like a Simeone team right now. They uh, lost to Eibar. 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 Uh, <laughs> they lost to Ibar in the in the league over the weekend, and then they lost to a third division side in the Copa del Rey. They're out of the Copa del Rey, um, and man, they again they just don't look like a Simeone side. It looks like there's all types of disconnect. Right? They're not attacking. They're not scoring. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're in the transfer market looking for for a forward. Right? Um, yeah. Andres was a little bit not necessarily negative, but. Was talking about maybe possibly already the decline or the end of this Atletico cycle. Is it over? Is it is it is this the end of the Atletico as we know it under Simeone? No, I think it's the lowest point, definitely. But they don't have Costa. They're looking to get Cavani. I mean, maybe getting some, their strike force back on. Even when they had Costa, he hasn't uh, scored in the long. They're known yeah. for their strike force, so I mean, I mean, they only have like Joe Felix and. Costa, so they definitely have to add a piece. If they get Cavani, then that'd be a huge boost for them to finish off the season. I think. If you get some goals up top, then it kind of relieves pressure on everyone else. But are they going to buy him right now? Uh, I don't know. That's up to Cavani. I thought the um, Atletico's offer... And even if they do, he can't play in the Champions because he's, he's already played with PSG. Yeah, he's cup-tied. That's why it's always hard to get players in December. Yeah, I, I think you have to give Simeone just a little bit, you know, 
more I think time. The, I think the know. problem is that this year he has a way more offensive roster than he's typically had. Yeah. He's lost a lot of big pieces, leaders in the locker room. Yep. Goldine. Griezmann. Yeah. Like all the goals have. Griezmann was a lot of goals, 25 goals a season pretty much. Yeah. And then Goldin was leadership and defensive just nuance. And then now it's like Jimenez is okay. He does show some random lapses. And then who else do they have? I don't even know. The, Sven, the weird guy. Savage. Yeah, Savage. They got randomly they have the English kid on the right. And it's Trippier. like. Yeah, Trippier. I don't know. I think the roster is too offensive more than a typical Simeone team is used to. Yeah, they have flair of offensive players, but usually they're like stars. Felix is... He, he's young. He's he, Yeah, he's young. Yeah, exactly. He's learning the league. They also invested a lot but, in but you bring Lamar, up, but and Lamar you, was a big bust for them. Yeah, he's a flop. Yeah. But you so. bring up the point, will they, keep, will they still keep Simeone and keep going on with this? What are they? What are their expectations? Well, all things for the league. All things considered, though, Barcelona and Madrid are at the top with forty three. Atletico's tied with Sevilla on thirty five. So there's an eight point gap there at the top. But third and fourth, they're neck and neck. And then Hetafe's got thirty three. Sociedad's got thirty one. So does Valencia. So um, it's kind of like the Premier League. Similarly, right? yeah, similar to the Premier League. There's two. There's one and two at the top, and then there's a little bit of a drop off, and then it's it's fair game there too. Um, Sevilla too. Sevilla just sold our boy Chicharito to the LA Galaxy. Yep. yep. <laughs> There's some Sevilla's again a historical contender there, one of the bigger teams in Spain. But uh, yeah, just uh, I guess all types of change, right, and uncertainty there at, at the big teams in Spain. Um, but again, they all have quality pieces, so should make for an interesting um, race. Definitely at the top. I, I mean, I couldn't. Man, I couldn't give anybody an edge right now. Again, I like to set the end appointment. Hopefully that goes well. But if I were to say there's a team better positioned once again to come out on top right now, it's got to be Real, right? You guys still agree with that a week later? I don't. Tip, I think it's a straight. For me, it's still a 50-50. Like, the table shows it, right? It's like they're on the same points or maybe they have one more point. Same points. So it's like. Yep. Yeah, it's completely uh for me it's completely it's up there for me it's completely a 50 shootout 50. yeah 50 50 for me like it's barca has messi who's really the trump card so we're all really gonna have to play some crazy tactical we'll see though too defensive hazard, stuff hazard hasn't been 100 percent. maybe he starts firing now mm-hmm. i mean you gotta think but he's gotta get back into shape <laughs> Right, and yeah. it's already freaking January. Before you know, it's February, and then that's it. He's got to be fit in two games. He went. He right. He went absolutely yeah. hard with in the, the honesty. Yeah. Eden Hazard said that he did show up to camp, or he did show up at the start of the season overweight. But he also said, "Hey, when I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation." Yeah, and I can't did. really hate on that. That's Mario, amazing. Mario Kart. What? What was it that he Just Mario Kart, bro. <laughs> Mario Kart and vacation. That's and it. Vacations, right? But yeah, things are neck and neck there at the top with between the two giants in La Liga, um, Atleti and and uh, Sevilla. May, not really hanging around, eight points back, but still third and fourth there in the Champions League spots. 
Um, so we'll see if Atletico can recover or, or maybe get some form back because they've got quite a tall task ahead of them uh, in the Champions League where they have to play the, the current European champions and, honestly, best team in the world, Liverpool. So hopefully, hopefully they can yeah. get their stuff together there. Um, just like everybody else, though, though. Everybody else there needs to get their stuff together. Speaking of getting your stuff together, one young man who most certainly has his stuff together, Erling Haaland. Yep. Today... Came in as a sub for his second match in the Bundesliga. Scored another two goals. So for those of you keeping track at home, this young man has played just his second match in Germany. He has five freaking goals. A hat trick on his debut. A brace on his second. Both <laughs> substitute appearances. Now, last year when he was racking up goals in the Youth World Cup. And earlier this year when he was racking up goals for you know some team from Austria in a weak Champions League group. I thought, okay, this is a little bit fluky, but I mean, even then, it takes some talent to score six hat tricks, right? But man, this kid is a real deal, then, huh? Dortmund, absolutely major steal there, right? What does this mean for Dortmund and, and the Bundesliga right now? Leipzig is on top with 40 points, um, and Bayern and Dortmund each have 36, uh, but Dortmund, by at this point, has already played one more match. So, um, does it, do you, do you see this as a boost for Dortmund? Can they storm back and, and make a difference here in the Bundesliga? Is this kid that legit? I mean, Sancho and Holland up top? Oof. Yeah. With Royce? Yeah, he's making noise. I mean, he kind of did the similar thing in Champions where he just came out scoring goals and really no one was looking at him. But I guess now teams are, you know, like, okay, this guy's, you know, scoring hat tricks. And I mean, even his second goal against uh, Ohm. Like that was a hard angled shot. Oh, it was an impossible angle. That was sick. Yeah, so I mean that takes some that takes skill. He's a great. He's a he's clinical. So, Dormouth probably have a lot of creators in the midfield. So, they feed him, stays hot. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna see a lot of goals. Yeah, they're prone to stupid defensive mistakes. I think if they tighten on the up on that, they they'll they'll make it interesting, right? But you guys were both speaking how you guys like Bayern better, right? Now, Bayern's got some dude named Hansi Flick coaching them. Yeah. Um, they've got a gang of injuries, too. They're signing guys um, in defense. They just signed um, the right back from Real Madrid on, on loan, uh, Odrizola, right? I, I was saying I like Bayern better as a team in general. Like, if as I like Dortmund or Bayern. As an establishment? Yeah. As a record label? Yeah, as a cause, yeah exactly. Because, yeah. So don't get it twisted, because this definitely gives Dortmund now a push and an edge in the race, and now it's a boost for the second half of the season, and they're not that far off. I mean, Bayern has not been consistent, and again, don't take my word, because I have not seen that any, if all, any, little if any Bundesliga action, like, you know, that I've tuned in to see, Um, but Haaland, is that the... I brought up, I'm like, he looks like a phenom. So, normal players don't do that. Get a hat trick and then... A brace. Yeah, that's like not... They got one on them, how Frankie said. So, that's a steal for them. So, I got to think he he's going to play a good part in them moving forward, like, right away. Yeah. He's adapted in no time. No time whatsoever. Unfortunately, he's played for another team in the Champions League already this season, so he won't be able to help Dortmund in the Champions League. Damn, you're right, dude. But uh, that should be a good push because right now, Leipzig, again, is on 40 points. Do you guys give Leipzig a chance to 
finish out the second half of the season and win a championship there? Timo Werner, if he stays, you know. Firing? Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of all similar. If Lewandowski stays, you know. They're a high-scoring team. I think Werner's, they're the highest-scoring team in the Bundesliga. Yeah, I mean, if Lewandowski goes down again for a while, I mean, that could be Bayern's, you know, chance to win the league. Random fact, Leipzig now has, like, at least, I think, seven games where they've scored at least three goals in seven consecutive games. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Again, there's a lot of th- reasons why people don't and shouldn't like RB Leipzig, right, as an establishment, but they're playing some impressive football right now, scoring a lot of goals um, and shaking up the league, that's for sure, making things entertaining there in Germany, in Deutschland. Um, I mean, but they, I mean, even with the Champions League games, maybe they have a little harder time, you know, with the competitive fixtures, and that's where Bayern's experience, you know, winning titles for, what, eight years? That's what that, that's what that will come yeah, in. Yeah, in a consecutive order, right? Yeah, they haven't lost in like eight years. Since the Pep days, or before the Pep days, right? But yeah, uh, the Bundesliga looks like we've got a race there too. Um, looks like it's a race pretty much everywhere um, in Europe or in the big European leagues, except for England. Um, well, the next one uh, we can we can debate a little bit more. But uh, moving on from from the Bundesliga, where things are heating up, uh, Serie A, Juventus is now up by four points. Um, over the weekend, they beat, um, excuse me, they won 2-1 to one, um, over the weekend. They beat Parma to Cristiano Ronaldo goals. Cristiano is on an absolute tear right now. Um, scored in like the last seven Serie A matches. Um, the boy is still doing it. Yeah, absolute tear from Cristiano Ronaldo. Astronomical goal scoring numbers right now. Clearly, he's in form and healthy right he he was a little he did say he was he tweaked his knee earlier in the season um and since december he's been unstoppable in the box um juventus looks like they're starting to get a little bit of separation in their quest for now a ninth straight title um so again no disrespect to cristiano ronaldo but when he says it's a go to Italy and go to Juventus for a challenge he went to a team that had won seven in a row and is now on track to win their ninth um, you mean eight in a row? They they had won seven before he got oh, there. Won you the said eighth, ninth, and oh, now they're oh, about to win their yeah. ninth. Um, Andres oh, is probably the, one. the biggest Inter fan on a, in, on the show. Um, and in the face of Cristiano's terror and the fact that Inter continues to drop points, they tied at Lecce this last weekend. Um, you still give him a chance? Is it too soon to to call to call it quits on uh, on Inter's title challenge? There's a race, bro. There's a race. They just signed Victor Moses, Ashley Young. Yeah, they're tying up the defense. I think for concepts, it's just going to be important just to, I mean, limit the damage on some of these losses. They have Europa games, too. But they have a really good strike force, and I feel they'll really push you, but they haven't been pushed in a while, so we'll see how they respond. Yeah, and they're buying players, how you said. So yeah, they're, they just got uh, They're Victor ready Moses, to roll. Ashley Young, so... Might get Eriksson in the next couple of days. I mean, that could really give him a new look. Olivier Giroud, they're saying too. Yeah, Damn, three players in one one off season. Yeah, they're gonna really give Conte, you know, like no reason to feel like he doesn't get what he wants. Yeah, so. he's getting some depth pieces there, right? Yeah. So yeah, tightening up. I mean, Juventus, they they look they look hot too. So uh, lost. As my boy Jamie pointed out, um, Juventus and the league. It's irrelevant because this team is built for the champions, right? Um, so do you kind of get that sentiment that, you know, it, some people say that 
uh, even with the four point lead, even though the first place, Juve hasn't looked like they're fully clicking yet, right? Would you agree? Are they holding out for the Champions League? Is that what it matters? Mm, I mean, yeah. I don't think they're holding out. They're just not playing well. Because you don't hold out to be like, you don't play shitty to be like, or like, I don't want to say shitty, but you don't play like this and be like, we're going to hold out to play good in the Champions League later. But without showing some type of, I don't know how we said, not form, but they just haven't looked like. Convincing, you know? Yeah. Or, or like, like sorry was brought in to do, right? Sorry was brought in to yeah. implement exciting attacking football. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah, we haven't. Dybala like, and, and Ronaldo seem to be establishing a pretty good connection, though, and, and that's promising. And they're superstars. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, th- I think their last game, they played a, a really, like, technical midfielder. Midfield with, uh, who did they have? They had, uh, who did they have in that midfield? Rabio, Ventacur, and Panjic. Yeah, Pjanic, yeah. Pjanic, so, I mean... I feel like even those players can feed Ronaldo on a consistent basis, or you know, you can give it to Dybala or Iguain. Iguain has also been playing a really good season, so yeah, True. I give credit. Weapons. Yeah, they have a lot of weapons. Costa, when he's healthy, you know, he can take on five players. Yeah, when he's healthy and not spitting on people. But yeah, like Johnny said, they're they're probably built more for champions in the league, so. Well, yeah, we'll see there because Lazio is still in third place. Um, again, I, I, it's not that I don't yeah. want to talk about them to rule them out and be disrespectful, but it's again, we're talking about a league where Juventus has won the last eight titles. So Lazio is on 45 but, points. So they're I mean, six points back at Juve. Realistically, still within shot, right? Uh, Inter Milan's on 47, so four points back. I mean, yeah, I think you can even say that Inter might prioritize a title push than a Europa League title or you know yeah you can argue that so you definitely know that they're gonna take it down to the brink for the league so i think that's gonna hurt juventus in the long run going in for the champs you know because if enters on their ass all day without really caring if they win europa or not because they're gonna make champions league if they finish in second place you get me yeah it's not really a... They don't got anything to lose. And now they're getting mad players. And Sanchez still hasn't really featured. Lukaku's been scoring goals. Martinez has been lighting it up. I mean, the mid is strong. The defense is reinforced. They got Golin, right? They got, they got a good squad. Conte's always been able to show that he, he can... He can compete, you know. Yeah. He won the title in England with Chelsea, and he he don't he doesn't care. He's cool. He's a good coach, man. Don't look now, but AC Milan is crawling their way back up. They're currently in sixth place. Yeah, they, they haven't s- lost since they got Zlatan. They, they haven't lost since they got Zlatan, and, and a team not too long ago they were down in in the depths there in Serie A. And speaking down in the depths, um, man, Napoli, <laughs> the last team that possibly pushed Juve, right? To, to yeah. it, or, or contended, they're down in 11th place. Reno Gattuso, the coach right now, um, and things just not looking good at Napoli right now. They not, play not, Juve next. Uh, they play Juve this weekend. So they just came off of uh, 
of beating Lazio in the in the Coppa Italia, and and they needed that. That was like a big moral win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, another one of those teams, right? Napoli finding themselves in a Arsenal type situation, right down in the middle of the table. I yeah, I didn't, say, re- uh, I didn't realize they dropped that far. Yeah, and those big signing Lozano really hasn't. Re- Dude, ever since. But they've had really like management problems from the top. With yep. Ever since De Laurentiis started getting in with it into it with uh, Ancelotti and the players, it's just been downhill from there, man. Yeah. And again, it's depressing because they have a nice little team. They've got some really good pieces there. Mm-hmm. They've got Fabian Ruiz, the the Spanish you know youth international, right? They've got are now full international, right? He's played for Spain at full level now. They right? were they were saying Ancelotti might bring back uh, Insigne, Los- my Losano, boy. You know. Yeah. To Everton. That could be a good move for him. I mean, what do you have really going for Nap- yourself for Napoli, you know? You could have a coach in Everton with Ancelotti who believes in you. I mean, that could be I mean, a good I move know. for him. Yeah. But they're definitely, you know, on Fresh the downward, downward trend. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that, that pretty much kind of wraps up the the roundup of, of all the big leagues for, for this week. Is there anything else you guys want to add on Serie A or Bundesliga, any of the big leagues before we talk transfers for a little bit? Mm. Uh, nah, just so. that we're going to win the league. <laughs> they're, it's crazy. Liga MX last week, we made a couple picks. We'll talk about the picks um, in a little bit. Um, but, I mean, too soon to tell. And, and again, not that I want to neglect the league entertaining but sometimes it's too entertaining you don't want to talk too much about trends and what's going on early in la liga mx because things start getting crazy right like right now uh, there's a couple teams at the top after two matches with four points chivas being one of them after they just armed an entire new team and my team of course cruz azul 0-2 after two weeks down in 18th place right um so we'll see too too soon to tell um and already teams getting off to kind of, you know, it looks like up and down starts, right? The first place teams either want, have a one a win and a draw. So uh, we'll keep you posted as, as that um, the tournament in Mexico progresses. Um, it's sure to be entertaining. And then, uh, of course, transfers. We just briefly taught, touched upon it a little bit. The January transfer window ends on um, this later this week. Um, so we're going to start to see maybe some panic buys, some debt buys where, where teams are, are looking for some pieces to help them push for the title or even more importantly to stay in the first division, right? There's a lot of teams avoiding the drop, avoiding relegation. So already one of the big movers, Inter, right? Inter's picked up a couple pieces. Today they picked up Victor Moses, who we don't yeah. rate necessarily, but he's fast and he's played for Conte before. I like them. I like them when you see him play. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to speak for you. No, no. But, <laughs> but he knows Conte's system, right? Yeah. Um, and he could help them at, at the wing-back position there at Inter, right? Inter, again, has already picked up Ashley Young, who plays a similar position, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another mm-hmm. probable wing-back there. Um, it looks like they might get Christian Eriksen from, from Tottenham Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur there, right? Yeah. Um, another big question. <laughs> Manchester United has been claiming to have had the, the, the deal for Bruno Fernandez ready, right? But apparently Sporting yep. Lisbon, um, shout out to the boy Ryan. Ryan, another frequent f- watcher of our of our program here, who says um, they're asking for like $68 million, right? And to be fair, I've never really... I mean, I'm sure Screw this Bruno it. Fernandez Pay kid it. is good, but is he $68 million good? 
United's coming off, but maybe they're hesitant because they just paid $80 million for Maguire. Did they want to pick $68 million for an attacking midfielder who's only played in Portugal? At this point, they can't start acting like they've ever done any good buys in general where they're going to be like the fee has has a has justified the product you know or the what you get right teams know it's united and they just know they gotta pay whatever i don't know they need that's what they need so now all this talk about getting them now if they don't get them it looks bad on them even yeah i feel like players don't want to go there or you know really unsettles the club yeah they're not attractive right yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, look, Zlatan going to Milan, and I'm not saying he's making a huge impact, right? But that can't be coincidental, right? Um, the big, uh, the other big name that has been flouted recently, um, Cavani, right? Cavani says he wants out of PSG. Isco today. We're, we're talking, we've, we're hearing uh, before Atletico has already True. had an offer rejected, right? So Cavani could possibly go to Atletico. We hear Chelsea. I heard Chelsea might be in, in the market for Cavani, right? They need a striker. Yeah. Man, you, um, yeah. United needs a striker right now that Rashford is out. My goodness, right? Barcelona could use a striker. Yep. Um, they Suarez is out. Suarez is out for the similar amount of time, um, as Rashford. And right? all these teams are unsettled, and everyone's going into the Champions like this. Yeah. So look out for some crazy loan moves too, guys. Speaking of crazy loan moves, shout out to to my my boy Fernando. Did you guys know that at some point Chewy Corona played for Chivas? Which one? The Chuy Corona played for Chivas in Libertadores. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. There's the, the, these these loan deals sometimes are crazy as hell, right? Um, apparently he played like a, one, a yeah. couple games loan on Chivas in, so in Libertadores. Had a, bro, so many players would do that all the time. Enlighten us. Do you know another big one for Chivas? No, I mean well, Peralta, I think Cardoso. Uh, Cardoso played for Cruz Azul on loan. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that either. It, well, it's weird because it's a different tournament, and apparently you can re- reinforce since Mexico only gets so many players for that competition, you know? Yeah. That was back in the day. That Yeah, because we don't play in Libertadores anymore, but yeah. that's crazy. I think even the... Dude, it was more frequent than you think. There's crazy loan moves, because the one I had uh, in that made me think of that is, um, well, Liverpool, right? In this run-in in, in the congested period... They had uh they called this kid back from that they sent on loan to Stuttgart Nathaniel Phillips mm. came back played one match and then they they sent him right back to Stuttgart right so they canceled oh, they his loan for one match and then sent sent him back so I didn't know yeah be on the lookout for crazy stuff like that there's always kinds of weird stuff um, happening right I've heard of players signing it for a team over the summer and then right away like weeks later signing for another team right they're like nope this isn't gonna work out right or they find a better, more attractive deal elsewhere or something, right? But um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a minor splash, right? There's some teams with need. Um, probably won't get anything, like, huge, right? I would say the biggest recent January acquisition was Van Dyke, right, two years ago uh, when Liverpool signed him because that was momentous. That that possibly changed, started, right, the movement that we see today, right, with 40 games unbeaten in the Premier League. But Yeah, they started racking up clean sheets and never looked back. But, yeah, no, we'll be on the lookout for those. We'll try to keep you guys posted on those. You haven't talked about your favorite transfer to your home country league. Which is? To the, the United States of America. 
The MLS. Oh, that's right. We touched upon it last week. I think oh, we did a little bit, but uh, yeah, still Chicharito was officially presented by the LA Galaxy this year, and you can you better believe the Galaxy is going to be selling out those seats for every single match, every single match. And yeah, I think I think he's going to do really well, guys. I don't. I mean, I hope so. um, he can be a better acquisition than, than Zlatan. Well, it's going to start making the MLS exciting, bro. Because we're going to be like, damn, we're going to go see Chicharito play tonight at the Soldier Field yeah. against Fire. Well, for right? people, and yeah. score on us or we're, everyone's going to come out. It's going to be like a Mexico game, but it's MLS. So, and then, like, there's other stars that are coming, you know? Chicharitos. And then, yeah, with the interesting Pulido, tickets, right? Yeah. Oh, Pulido, right? Pulido. Yeah. Uh, guys from the Mexican League are hopping over here, Vela. too. Well, it's also good for the league because there's a lot of, like, you know, Latino Vela. soccer fans. And he's going to attract all of them just because he's the biggest, like, you know, Mexican soccer. You didn't like the jersey, though, star. Frankie. Nah, I don't like the Galaxy jersey. <laughs> it was comfy. The, the, new, the new Adidas jerseys that the MLS teams are wearing with, like, the two stripes off the shoulder, I'm not feeling that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just important for them to get interest from, like, you know, all types of people here. So. Oh, absolutely. I'm still massively disappointed that the fire didn't try harder to get Chicharito. Can you imagine Chicharito here at Soldier Field? Oh my god. Like if you look at like LAFC, like a lot of their fan base is really young people, you know. So Yeah, no. I they, think that's important for the league to well, grab at the biggest star you can and Dude, in the two years them. that uh the two years that they've been there, LAFC's like people are saying they're bigger than the Galaxy now in LA, and that's saying a lot because the Galaxy's probably the MLS's most historic franchise, right? Cuz Will Ferrell and <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, for a part but, of the ownership group, Magic Johnson too. Well, over there, they got a whole party now with Vela and Chicharito on Los Angeles for no goddamn reason. Both of them in L.A., right? How yeah. does Los Angeles have two teams? Not same. even like a different city. They're like, no, same. New York has two teams too, but they, they're not. That's neither here like, nor there. Yeah. But yeah, Chicharito is in MLS. He's saying it's not for retirement. Or he said something like, it's the start of my retirement, and it threw a lot of people off. Saying a lot of shit, right? Um, he's clearly feeling some type of way because he said that he's coming back a legend regardless of what people say. Right? How do you he's feel about that? Me. I didn't hear that. He's yeah. relevant as I didn't well. Hear you know, all it, the way to the World Cup. Yeah, he said, uh, I, I'm coming back a legend whether people in Mexico and people here think about it, like it or not. Yeah. He's feeling real... He was on Real Madrid. Real confident. Risky. You know, he hit the top level. I think part of that is the disappointment of, of his European adventure coming to an end, you know? Yeah, just more nostalgic move. But for the last couple of years, he's been doing and saying real crazy stuff, right? Painting his hair orange. and <laughs> Yeah. We'll see. At least we get to watch him ball out in MLS now. Yeah. But yeah, we'll close out today's show, guys, as we usually do with our picks. Now, there's a little bit more on the line with these picks now because we're keeping... We're keeping score, and eventually we're going to develop some sort of bet or something to see, <laughs> or some pool or something to see what this comes out of. But last week, in our initial um, keeping track of these, um, Andres and I tied on picks. We made six picks. I called four. Andres called four. Johnny called two. Um, so we had wow. a tie there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's four four two right now. That's I'm going to keep you. That's the score. <laughs> Right now, and we'll 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 kind of rack them up and see later on as we go. Um, so for this week, we're gonna start. Got some interest, intri- ah, intriguing matchups. There's no Premier League matchups this weekend because they just had two in one week, 
and they're squeezing in the FA Cup ties this weekend. Um, so we're going to pick one FA Cup ties, uh, one from Spain, one from Germany, two from Italy, and one from France because we don't give the French League enough love sometimes, but that's their fault. <laughs> um, so, yeah, first pick, we're going Valencia-Barcelona and probably the biggest match in Spain this weekend. Who you got, Johnny? Barca. Spain, Spanish League is garbage. <laughs> Last week, I tried to go for Sevilla. They're garbage. Andres, who you oh, got? I wasn't there. You got Barca? Let me guess. Let me guess you're going to pick Valencia? No. Of course not, because it's no. garbage. <laughs> the league is garbage. This is never going against this anymore. No, I just think the trump card is Messi. You know, Messi rested. You can't name yeah. me. I bet you none of you can name me more than two players on Valencia. I can name you almost their whole starting lineup, bro. Then, then how about Andres? Rodrigo? Yeah, you name me their starting lineup then. Who's their forwards? Dude, they play Valencia's forwards. Let me see Valencia's forwards. They played Rodrigo up top. They've got you said whole squad. I'm Carlos right Soler in the midfield. <clears throat> That's two players so far. There's eleven. They've got Gaia playing yeah, left bro, back. It's the it's the gap in quality. I mean, those teams aren't gonna match up. So Barcelona, even on a bad Barcelona day, they're still gonna win. You're missing a lot of them. So you're picking Barcelona. I'm picking Barcelona. It's going to be hard, though, because they tradi- they traditionally tie at La Mistia, So You they got Barcelona? I, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be a hard fought win, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to edge them out. They're going to look a little more promising with Dejan in the midfield. All right, this is your third match. Dejan, Busquets, and Vidal. I mean, if I see that midfield, then I'm going to call a win, you know? This is the third matchup with Setien. Um, over the week, he decided to rest Bique, Busquets, and Messi. I say arrested Messi makes the difference. I almost didn't want to make this pick because we then we'd have all made the same pick for this one. I almost kind of wanted to go against the grain, but I'm going to go with my gut. Barcelona as well. Hence the Spanish league is garbage. Frankie concluded for us. not as garbage as he, Frankie the, can, the French Frankie league. could not pick the Valencia to disagree with us. The French league that's is why garbage. That's why... The That's Italian league first is season. not good. Spain is good. Right, Bundesliga, next? better good. Mm, I don't league, know what that means. Most good. Um, the next one. In the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich versus Schalke. Ten years ago, this was a thrilling matchup. <laughs> Ten years ago. Yeah. Who you got? Bayern? Johnny? You got Bayern? How come I always pick first? What's going on with this? What's going on with this? I got a tie. You got these mind games. This has the draw. All right. Bayern. See, now I can pick (laughs) because Lewandowski scores again or what? I guess. I just I don't even know Schalke really. I can't name you more than one player on Schalke right now. Name you maybe like three. But uh, on Schalke, Schalke's like in fifth place right now, man. They're, they're lingering up there, too. So I'm going to go with Andres on this one. I'm going to call the draw, too. And maybe I'm a little bit biased and want to see Dortmund go up a little bit and challenge Leipzig. But uh, guys are letting me catch up in picks. This whole <laughs> we'll see about that. Now, Southampton Spurs in the FA Cup and probably the most thrilling FA Cup tie, which is not saying a whole lot. I got Southampton. You got Southampton. There you go. Now you're picking now you're staying true to form. Yeah, no, I think uh, Danny Ings, you know. Danny Ings minus, you know, 
all the forwards that are missing from Tonham, I think that just might be their undoing. So they're going to keep up a trend. They need a forward. They're playing Lucas. Johnny? Uh, Tonham. Me too. I got Spurs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess think. we kind of said the matches were hard to pick this week. Besides Italy, where's going to get toasty right now? Sonaldo. I got Sonaldo. They got Loselso and Lamella. You think that's going to be enough to oversize? I just I think they're a better team, I guess. Yeah. I think Mourinho really wants to win a trophy. Mm. And the FA Cup is their best opportunity to win a trophy this year. So go all out in that. And you yeah. were going to see a classic Mourinho performance where they stay compact, try to stay organized. And then hit him on the break because if there's one thing Spurs has right now up top, even if they don't have an out-and-out goal scorer, they have nothing but speed. Mora, mm -hmm. they started Lucas, Son, right? And mm -hmm. they just pure speed up top right now. Um, man, we'll throw the French League a bone. <laughs> this week, PSG plays Lille. At one point, not too long ago, Lille was contending for the title in the yeah, French League. Yeah, what place is Lille in? Because I have no they idea. They are, I believe, in like fifth right now. Uh, but Leo is the same team that produced stars like Hazard, that produced stars like um, currently I'm gonna go PS Nicolas Pepe. PSG. <laughs> I'm going to go draw. Draw. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they lost, they lost my Tweety. So now they don't have a lot of, you know, midfield depth there. Those of you who don't know us who know Andres. Not my, not my tweety, my Andres years my ago called Renato Sanchez to be a breakout star. Renato Sanchez flopped at Bayern Munich, and now he's at Leo. Oh, so he's that's, at Leo. Wow. So that's why Andres is calling the draw. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> wow. I, I rate, I rate Renato. He made some bad choices. He went with bad managers. Nah. Lost confidence, but I former mean, European golden boy Renato yeah, Sanchez. He's a golden boy. I don't think that was a fluke. Just give him some confidence. I mean, no, but more than anything else, it's PSG losing Marquinhos in the midfield. Now they gotta play just Marquinhos Verratti. is out. Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, yeah, I still out. got PSG. Okay. Well, I think they're in the field. They're gonna probably a little struggle a little bit. Mbappe's mm. gonna score, not with his hand. <laughs> Neymar. Neymar. I mean, they've lost some random games this year, PSG, but quality beats. Mo yeah, hopefully they'll pull through. All right, and then we switch gears to finish up our last two picks in Italy. Juventus, the eight-time reigning champions, take on Napoli, who's spiraling out of control right now. Who you where, guys got? Who's where that one? This is actually a really good one because yeah. Sorry goes back to Napoli. Yeah, Sorry goes back to mm. Napoli. You've got the whole regional, you know, uh, dispute in Italy, right? The Northerners versus the South. That's a big deal. Um, Why well, can't go against my boy Ronaldo? So yeah, I got Juve as well. Because just Napoli seventh place, eighth. I don't think Juve will draw points to them. Unless they turn it around with my boy Gattuso, right? Who's their manager? Right? Yeah, yeah, Gattuso, yeah. He's a beast. I love him. I want to go tie now, but... This is game is gonna, in Napoli, by the way. Go with, this game is in Naples. Oh. You going to go against Ronaldo? Nah. going to have to stay Juve. No. <laughs> Never. You, Andres? Nah, yeah. I think whatever we're saying for Ronaldo... It continues? Continues. No stopping him. It'll be a close game. But I think Sorry kind of saw what he liked in that last game. If he uses something similar, then Ronaldo's just going to end it. I concur. And then finally, 
Big matchup in Italy too this weekend. Uh, the Rome Derby. Who you guys got, Roma or Lazio? That's for the league. Yep, it's for the league. And it's, mm. the, it's the two teams from the capital. I'll call a tie. Just draw. Yeah, I mean, I like Roma. I'm going to call a win, Lazio. Man. This is a tough one for me because it's a derby, so it can go either way, honestly. But this is a good matchup. Roma's in fourth place. Man. You have to think Lazio bounced back from a, you know, disappointing win. They lost to Napoli in the Copa. I mean, fuck, man. I don't know. I'm going to go draw, too. You think they match each other on quality? or? I mean, you can go it? Roma. Like, the Italian league I is I think Lazio is a better team, but I think Roma, I mean, it's a big game for them, you know? It's a big Where match. is it at? Uh, I mean, they both share the Olimpico. Oh, so. then... But it still matters a little bit, but I guess not as much. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a derby. Could go yeah. 50 50. Yeah, it wouldn't be mad to go for Roma. That's the game of the week, probably. That one or the Juve Napoli, but. No love for ba- Barcelona, but Valencia? Come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, those yeah, are our picks, y'all, for this weekend. We'll let you know how we did last next week and also keep you up to date on the score. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for you in this week. Um, once again, it was heavy on the Premier League because there was two matches. Um, so just to kind of give you a break, let you catch up. I guess let Liverpool take a break as well. <laughs> uh, there's FA Cup action this weekend. Um, definitely watch um, some Italian league this weekend if you don't have ESPN Plus. Get it. It's on ESPN Plus. They got all the matches, um, and definitely. Juve Napoli or the Rome Derby are worth watching. So, um, speaking of worth watching, thank you for watching us. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. Thanks for liking. Please comment. Please share. Please tell people who also like football who you think would like the show. We would very, very much appreciate that. It's all love. Um, thank you to my boys, my friends, my co-hosts here, Johnny and Andres, my boy Rafa behind the boards. Um, all love. Thank you guys again. Watch football this weekend. We will see you all next week. Yep. Yep, yep. Fajo sounds like he's in the West Loop. Nah, we'll just.